Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And we are here for our ugly Christmas party sweater Christmas. No, ugly Christmas sweater party. Yes. yes. There you go. An ugly Christmas it's party. An ugly Christmas sweater <laughs> episode. Yes. And we're we're here doing a live recording, which I think is a really funny phrase. We are here live with people. Yes. But people. we're recording later correct it's a live recording yes so if you're watching this it's already happened it's not happening right now sorry it's like sorry is this to... happening now yeah is this now now? Right now yes this is now now exactly but this is fun because if it works out and we have a few people here tonight we're at galaxy of games at 1817 west 900 south 9000 9000 south. South. right sorry um, if it works well tonight, we might be doing this more and more where you yes. can actually be a part of our studio audience, our game store audience. Yes. And you'll hear some laughter, some cheering, maybe some booing at Possibly. some of the movies that we picked tonight. Depending on what Jake's picks are. Yes. I, I'm, I'm yes, sure I'm the one that will get the booze. At least booze. two of mine will get booed. I, okay, at least one for sure of mine will get booed tonight. So. All right. I don't know, but I came to win. I thought that was Ooh. the... You know me. I have to just go with my heart. I know. Not my heart doesn't always win. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it does. But you won the lottery with Dave. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, I did. Uh, you're welcome, babe. There. That shout out. For shout Dave. out to babe. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want people to think that I was calling Val, babe, because that would be awkward. But we would have always known. Yeah. We would. He would have known. But Dave's babe. But now I feel like you've let people in mm, on our relationship with babe. Yeah. Okay. Well. It's all right. I'm open on my relationship, so. <laughs> Wait a minute. That could be taken wrong. This went weird. <laughs> it went weird really fast. Welcome to the show. Yeah. So tonight's episode is non-Christmas Christmas movies. So these are movies I'm that hoping take did this right. place during Christmas. So sometime during the movie, Christmas is happening. Right. Right. And then, but it's not. Like, a, it's not known the to be a Christmas typical, movie. Yeah. yeah, it's not. People don't think of this as a Christmas movie. Right. When I tried to explain this, so we may have a special guest joining us a little bit later in the show. When I explained to him what we were doing, I used Die Hard as a comparison. And I know that's going to get booze from people because it is a Christmas movie yeah. in a lot of people's hearts. And I don't want to ruin But this that. is the thing. In your hearts is whatever. It's not a Christmas movie. It's a movie that happens during Christmas. <laughs> I specifically didn't yes. pick this movie because I thought one of you would pick it. So I did not make this one of my picks. What, Die Hard? Die Hard? Yeah. yeah. I, I, that one's too easy. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, none of us picked Die Hard also, because yeah. that is like I've been in too the epitome yeah. of non-Christmas Christmas I've movies. been in too many arguments online about whether or not it is a Christmas movie that I wasn't going to pick it. <laughs> a, Are you scared? There's yeah, people always. on the other side. <laughs> can we bring up something online right now that's bothering me just because it sure. came out this week and and we should have we a discussion at some, at some Listen, point? Listen, we haven't hit our 10 minutes of uh, non-related topic yeah, I usually yet, so. have the, I usually yeah. have the counter in front of me. And I, I don't know. Have I've it. got it up. So I can... um, but we found out uh, just a couple of days ago that Henry Cavill is not going to be Superman at the moment. We don't, I mean, they could bring him back later, but they basically <laughs> yeah. announced him. And if you haven't seen Black Adam yet, sorry, it's your fault. But during Black Adam <laughs> at the end of the movie, 
here comes Superman. I don't think it I is think their fault the that best... they haven't seen Black Adam. I think there's a lot there's... of reasons it's not their fault. <laughs> okay, well, at the end, there he is, and it made it gave me goosebumps. So I was so excited to yeah. see Henry Cavill come back as Superman. Maybe have a chance to really, really like play this part he the way I know he be can. Superman. I feel yeah. like he is the Andrew Garfield uh-huh. of the Superman yeah. franchise. Whereas uh, he's a much better. Like he's perfect for the role. Yeah, he is. But he never got the script or director that should have that he deserves. I, I, and I so agree. they announced that he's coming back in that way before James Gunn and what's his face? Peter, Peter Saffron. Saffron. Peter Saffron yeah. take over. And I don't think it was really a whole lot from the studio. I think it was a lot from from uh, The Rock. I'm pretty sure it was Dwayne Johnson. That's he, what I don't I, think he understands his role at Warner Brothers. Right yeah, now. I think he he, he's, he's in charge of the of accounting. Tell him like when the movie's in the black. <laughs> He's in charge of casting rumors. Yeah. Somebody needs he's to. He's in charge. If you didn't know this the about Dwayne the Rock Someone, Johnson, he's just in charge. Someone right. needs to tell him to shut his mouth and know his role. Well, oh, so on oh, Twitter, I got that right. Yeah, I, I, I got it backwards, but I think um, it's, it's on still Twitter, Yesterday, I posted a picture of Henry Cavill's very, very classy response yes. to tell yeah. everybody what was going on and yes. we'll post that on our social if you haven't seen it but i posted that on twitter and then i added dwayne johnson and i said what the crap <laughs> i All expect right. a response yeah. from him no and, and once and, and i gotta give um henry cavill well no. henry cavill a lot of credit for for being as classy as he was but i have to give james gunn a lot of credit because a lot of do hollywood you? execs i do because a lot of hollywood execs they won't take they won't take feedback from people. And like, he is so open and honest online. Like he won't answer everybody's tweets, but he like, he answers a he lot. Answers he, a talks lot. he does people. respond when, a lot on and Twitter. When he came out and explained why Henry Cavill wasn't going to be their Superman going forward. It makes sense. So if you're doing, because, how do you think they both felt when, Oh, when Dwayne Johnson was all over and then they had, they, they had, they found out that that Superman was in, Black Adam, right. like this big, and we yeah. all got. Ex- they're probably just like, we're gonna be everyone's worst. I think that's absolutely right. I, yeah. I yeah. definitely think that's the case. Um, I I posted the same picture. I know it was the same picture, Val, because I actually just stole it from you. <laughs> I, I noticed because it had my time. Yeah. And how much of the battery on my phone was yeah. down, and yeah, you just reposted. What, what would be that? I totally did. I stole it and reposted it. It's fine. I stole um, it from someone else. <laughs> and then I shared it and said henry cavill's a classy guy and james gunn and peter saffron can eat my shorts um oh wow yeah (laughs) which is about as extreme as jake gets it is that is as extreme as i get um blake welcome hi blake Blake, we're we're talking about uh pull up a chair uh, watch out for the white cord there uh, that's our camera and some bad words about uh james gunn he said eat my shorts and saffron about uh henry cavill so audience what do you think about Henry Cavill not being Superman anymore? Are you like give me a, sad? Give sad. me a yay if you're gonna miss it. Give me a yay seems, if you don't care. Seems backwards. Oh, burn so, to the ground. <laughs> so I think you're right. Preach. Arrow yeah. was way better than uh, yeah. anything. All those on, you know, CW were way better than any of the movies. Okay. Yeah. So, so, 
Yeah, well, but so that, that wasn't due to this, though. I want it, to be very clear. So people have connected that. I think afterward we came out that there were some some creative differences between him. He made a statement that uh, yeah. there was. Yeah, that's why I said it came out. I should have said he made the statement. But, yeah, he but, made the statement right after a yeah, had announced that it, that it he was wasn't, nothing to do with Superman. Yeah. But we all tied it together. And at the time, I don't watch The Witcher. It's not a show that I've been into. But my friends who do watch it. I comforted them by telling them that at least I got more Superman, which is not comforting for them, but comforting for me. <laughs> but now I'm just sad all now over. nobody's getting anything. So I just, I really want him to just, you know, now everybody's throwing around yeah. like where he's going to be in Marvel and everything. Right. And I just okay. would like, not every actor cool. needs to be in Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. But I, I posted my post yesterday, mainly to be funny. It got some reactions where I realized people didn't know I was trying to be funny. So I clarified today that similar to what the audience said, I think that this means that James Gunn and Peter Safran have a very strong vision and direction yep. where they want to go with the DCU. Yep. And it's away from the Snyderverse, which means we're not going to see Gal Gadot back. We're not going to see Ezra Henry Miller's Cavill back. Flash. We're not going to, we're going to see Ezra well, Miller's Flash, Flash movie, but, but I don't think we're going to see anything projects. after that. But, well, which but I didn't think also we're see. the DCU has already said that they're going to have a bunch of movies that don't connect. They're having like seven Batman well, movies, and none of those Batman movies have anything to was, do with the. That other was actually ones. before Peter Gunn. Yeah, P Peter well, Gunn. So they, we've just merged them together. Gunn, Peter they're Gunn. They're now one person. James Gunn and Peter Safran. Peter so Gunn now, and James Safran. Some of those movies have already plan, been made, right? Right. So they yeah. said that the Batman will be its own separate thing. Yeah. And we still got the Flash, Blue Beetle, Aquaman two. Yeah. There's one other one. And and I and you brought up a good point about the flash. But after that, I think that's when he's burning it to the ground. To the ground. Peter Gunn is just gonna burn Peter everything. The, I want to get a Peter Gunn t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think every DC movie should start with the Peter Gunn theme. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. By the way, listeners, that's that's, that's Blake how we how we Castleman. He's back here with us today as a special guest, and we're so glad to have him. Welcome, Blake. Yeah, Welcome. The show I apologize for being late. No, no, no worries. I was driving in the dark looking for a lighted sign. <laughs> we, we are at Galaxy of Games, which is a newer game store at 1817 West, 9000 South. Or no, yeah. Um, and it's it's a newer store, so yeah, it has a but but they've been very gracious yeah. and welcoming cool to us. So oh, we're this glad is a to be very here. cool place. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know this was out here. I probably driven past yeah, here brand new. a dozen times. Yeah, yeah. Same, dumb, 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 dumb. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know, and now, now we know. need to tell everybody else. Have to come back. Everybody else needs away to know. Spend money from Galaxy. <laughs> when I have yeah, money. reason to spend. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I say one thing about? Yes, yes please. I would love for you to. I feel kind of bad that his last appearance as Superman was this kind of thankless, tacked-on, mid-credit uh -huh. ending of Black Adam, which is a film that was okay. Yeah. It was like really it. loud. Am I old? Because I feel no, it like was, it, was it was so loud. loud. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I remember about that movie. Is well, that it was so loud. And it was and loud and had lots of voiceovers. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Exposition dump. Yeah. In it. Mm -hmm. Which is perfect for movies. Every movie should have a lot of exposition dump in it. I feel like that was my band name in high school. <laughs> exposition dump. I like it. Well, was that the band where you would just stand up and prog. kind of talk I about your there, talk about you your past instead of play music? Yeah, I would just, stand there, but then you'd hear a voice. That give all the background to every. <laughs> give the background to every song you've you've written, not the song itself. Now I want to see this happen. Like, I don't. It sounds awful. 
I mean, it sounds funny. I, mean, like, I, I honestly it sounds think funny there's like probably a Saturday a Night Live skit. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there is. There's like two million podcasts out there. I'm sure there's one. That so anyway, I was born though. in California. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's skip forward a little bit. So, Blake, you are here because there is something that we want you to be yes. able to share with our listeners because this yes. is big news. Yes, I have a new movie coming out in January. Okay, it's a psychological horror film called Limbo. Okay. And it's about a married, recently married couple. That's scary already. Who on their honeymoon get abducted and sent to one of the nine levels of hell. Whoa. Holy cow. So it's about marriage. Yeah, yeah so it's marriage. Yeah. <laughs> it's when, like I just got married. <laughs> it's, everybody talks about what happens when the honeymoon phase is over. This is it. Well, this happens during the honeymoon. Well, <laughs> they don't well, they don't even get up to their honeymoon. <laughs> This is the free honeymoon phase. Yeah. Now, I, I make those jokes to my wife sitting right there and helping with the camera. She knows that I'm joking. Right? Right? Right, right honey? Right. <laughs> it's be a long so, it's a psychological thriller and horror. 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 Yeah. For me, I like to change it to thriller just so I'll go see okay. it. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's a psychological thriller. Just slash horror film. It's Bell- like, fine, change it to whatever you want so you go. It's the rom-com. Does Val need no, to have I don't want to see locked and loaded after watching your film? Because that's her palate cleanser. That's her horror palate like, cleanser. Like, is it more of a suspense thriller or is it a slasher horror? It's more of a suspense thriller. Okay, okay. so okay. there we go. Then I'm that, fine you're with more that. Into that's that. fine. Yes. With some blood. That's okay. fine. I watched I watched a violent Santa movie and there was a lot of blood and I thought it was a hoot. I said hoot. Between you and Tracy's Anna and the Apocalypse. By the way, is that on your list? No, but it should be. So the movie comes out January. January twenty third. Was it shot? Everything shot here in Utah. Everything was shot in Salt Lake City. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really interesting because. Uh, Back in 2017, I'd written, I'd read something on the internet that said a Brazilian film company is looking for scripts. And I thought, well, what can I write about Brazil? I've never been there. Uh-huh. I know nothing about it. I was like, what if an American couple who are recently married go to Brazil for their honeymoon and bad things happen? To okay. Them? That's about as far as I got. But then uh, a friend of mine, uh, he's a local director named Mario DeAngelis. Yeah, you know Mario. I love Mario. Absolutely. Mario took me to this um, abandoned church in the north part of Salt Lake City uh-huh. and said, can you write me a one-location horror movie here? And I said, absolutely. And then I got thinking about my abandoned Brazilian honeymoon gone wrong abandoned, movie. Abandoned church, abandoned movie like this connections being made (laughs) and i thought well what if what if what if the abduction happened before the honeymoon before they had a chance to leave the city after their wedding was done Uh uh-huh right and what if this church was like the portal to hell I'm definitely intrigued. Wow. And so I said, can I have two locations? Because <laughs> there's the church, but also we needed to get the couple married. Right. Right. Uh, and, and I pictured a, a backyard of a, a nice house because the main character, Damon, his father's wealthy. And and so basically two locations. Yeah. Nice. For this film. That's pretty good. Where where will we be able to see it? Where, um, where will these two be able to see it? I, I don't usually do the horror films. 
I will for you, Blake. It Just for be, you. <laughs> I think it'll be. I think it'll be a more mellow horror film. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's going to be on a new uh, streaming service called Observable Universe. Okay. okay. And you can, from what I understand, it's. It's just started recently, and I haven't I've checked it out, but I haven't really tried it. Uh-huh. I've been told that you can subscribe to the streaming part of it, like any other streaming service. But there will also be the option of doing a digital purchase or rental. Oh, very okay. cool. On the site as well. Oh, very cool. All in, all in house. Yeah. That's cool. Awesome. Are you going to be doing like a in theater yes screening cool yes i can't remember the theater uh it's in utah county but i'll i'll send out invites to you please yeah. awesome. you. We'll, we'll put a link to observe observable universe i was oh, going to say this, unobservable um, universe, adam smith's i think i know the person who runs this oh, okay yeah so we'll put a link. also um in utah so okay yeah cool. it seemed like some of the people involved with the film have a relationship with the person running this. Yeah, I think service. this is Adam Smith's uh, baby. So nice. very cool. So we'll put a link in the description of the video and of the episode, so you guys can go check out Observable Observable Universe. Say that ten times. As well as you can. <laughs> I'm going to say it one time slow uh, to make sure I get it right, uh, and so you guys can go subscribe and then be able to see. Be able to see Blake's new movie, Limbo, which comes out January 23rd. That sounds awesome. That's cool. Thanks for sharing that with us, Blake. Like, that's really cool. And we're excited for you. What was like, so shooting it at two locations makes it a little bit easier, but shooting like a thriller kind of horror film, that's a lot goes into like the way that looks. What was the hardest thing for you getting this movie done? Um, we were very fortunate to raise the money for the film on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the day we launched the Kickstarter campaign, Russia invaded Ukraine. Oh, well, that's a good time to launch something. I think. <laughs> it's a good time to and I thought, and and it was kind of a slow start. And I was like, well, <laughs> time out, time out. People are distracted. Yes. But then, you know, we started building the kitty. Uh-huh. And then Brandon Sanderson announced his Kickstarter campaign. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Which drowned out all the Kickstarters everywhere all the time. Well, yeah, I, I checked it out. And it was amazing. It was in real time. You were watching this thing go from X number of million dollars to X number of million dollars to X number of oh million dollars. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was insane. And I thought to myself, all right, he's getting all the money. He's sucking all the air out. We just need 1% of that. (laughs) (laughs) But, and I'm, I'm happy for, for Brandon and his people. I've, I've worked with um, his team for a lot of years at Fanex and I've really grown fond of them. So yeah, I was cheering for them and at the same time you're at the same (laughs) (laughs) you got it done we got it it done we got it done in fact we exceeded the goal a little bit so the hardest part was um probably dealing with losing locations yeah and that's common Uh yeah in fact the church that 
was kind of the I beginning of the whole thing. We lost that even before we started the Kickstarter campaign. Was it the one that became a school or something like that? Or? I don't know if, what it became, but okay. um, somebody involved with ownership of the building, even though nothing was going on there at the time that we looked at it, uh, heard movie and said, give me lots of money. Ah. Because every movie and, and, has and, lots and, of money and, to yeah. give out. <laughs> Only, again, if you have Dwayne Johnson in charge of your finances, because he has no idea what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't have Dwayne Johnson. And, no, he wasn't involved in this. <laughs> no, you don't have James Cameron directing. No, we didn't have James Cameron no, directing. Mario, but, yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, yeah, we had to we had to kind of... Uh, and, and, and there was there was a couple of the locations that were lost, and so... It's it's really interesting, kind of this this mode you get into of okay, what's next? What's out there? Yeah, <laughs> what's available? And but luckily we we found things. I'm, and even though this kind of hell dimension where a lot of the movie takes place is in one location, it was originally intended to be one location. We actually ended up shooting it at three different locations. Okay. Oh, cool. And. Each location represented part of the. Okay, that's cool. So that's, that's awesome. exciting. Well, stay tuned to our social media because in January, when all of this stuff starts happening, we'll make sure that we post about it so people can mm-hmm. yeah. do whatever they need to do to see it. Support local film. We have a lot yeah. of really cool friends of the yes. program. Blake, you've got this movie <laughs> coming out. We've got Larry Curtis who has a movie coming yeah. out in January as well. Uh, and I, I agree. Let's support, support local film local as much brand. as we can. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's all we we're movies that make us, but we like talking to people that make movies too. Yeah. <laughs> the us that make movies <laughs> doesn't work. Grammatic. Movies that make us make movies. movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole. That, that that would be a great like spinoff series. Like, what were the movies that inspired you to go into filmmaking? You know, because I'm sure yeah. you hear about it all the time. Like, these are the movies that I watched yeah. that said I want to. I could do at least five episodes. Yeah, I could do a few episodes. Oh, okay. We'll have to do some this bonus episodes from the movies perfect. that make us perfect make movies. Got to get get that in the. We've got some big plans for 2023. We we'll do. add that into the mix. We so do have some absolutely. big plans. So, from Limbo and the however many realms of hell, how many? Two, well, there's nine. Nine. So from the nine realms of hell, let's move over to Christmas. Which is also. <laughs> Which depending on depending on your experience, this that may thing. be. I love Christmas. I, don't I know you do. You love Christmas. That I don't love Christmas. Right. But unlike our friend Robert Neal, what he thinks of me, I don't watch a lot of Christmassy movies. Right. And especially not Hallmark Channel. I don't that was hurtful it. when he said that. I <laughs> Don't watch the Hallmark Channel. I'm not against people that do. It's no. just not my thing. That's not your jam. It's not my thing. So when we were talking about what our Christmas episode would be this year, I like bringing up movies that have Christmas in it, but aren't necessarily these overly Christmas Christmas movies. Right. Right. Um, and so that's what we're talking about today. And we are each bringing three to the table. Right. We're going to talk about the three. And then our, our audience here who right now are not paying attention to us at all because, because we're, we're in a awesome really cool game, cool game store. store. Yeah. And they are playing free games, eating snacks that they bought here and having a good time. Um, they're going to vote on what is the best non-Christmas Christmas movie. And I'm going to start it off if okay. that's okay. Please. And I'm going to throw out a movie that if you've been listening to the show for almost four years now. Yeah, I can't believe it. Almost, almost four, four years. years you will know, away. you will already know 
what one of my movies is because it's one of my favorite superhero movies that nobody else likes but me, and that's Iron Man 3. That is correct. Everything you just said <laughs> is absolutely correct. I, I liked Iron Man 3. It's way better than Iron Man 2. Iron Man 3 has gotten better with each screening I've done of it. I've seen it probably four times. First time, yeah. No. But each subsequent time, I've liked it better. I'm still waiting for my sandwich. So. Your sandwich? If you've seen Iron Man 3, that's a quote from the movie. It's I, I, have, <laughs> I have not tried Blake's theory that it gets better with each additional screening. So I think I've seen it maybe twice. I've seen it at least a dozen times. And it, and it makes me happy that it makes you happy. <laughs> it also makes me happy that if Zahner's listening to this, it's making him angry because he hates the Mandarin. <laughs> Even if he's not listening somewhere, he's like... Somewhere he can feel that we're saying positive about, things about it. And I, I know we've gotten into it before, but I'm going to get into it in a little bit of why I think that it is a really good non-Christmas Christmas movie is because you go into it thinking that you're going to get this amazing superhero movie. You get a superhero movie where... You get so emotional, one, because they just totally ruined the villain, which I learned later what they did because I didn't really know uh, yeah. much about that storyline until later. And I watched it and I'm like, why is this villain so stupid? But you also get to see one of our favorite superheroes get to his lowest of lows. Right. And he has to start leaning on people around him and he gets to meet this kid who I just thought was such a cool, it, I just thought it was a really cool storyline in the midst of the crazy storyline that was going on around it, who just really made him seem more like a regular Joe that mm -hmm. he is. Cause Iron Man is, I mean, other than being like this bazillionaire, that's super smart. He doesn't have, he has superpowers because he makes himself have superpowers. Sure. And he is an Earth-based superhero, which is my favorite style of superhero. But you get to see him go to his lowest of lows. And that starts this, like, redemption. it starts the redemption phase of him in the MCU, which we see then this huge arc until we all ball in Endgame. So for yeah. me, I love it. And the fact that Christmas just kind of happens in the middle of this mm -hmm. movie also made me really happy as well. Iron Man or Tony Stark yes. connecting with a child yes. in that film was a precursor to the relationship he had yes. with his daughter That's a in good Endgame. Point. It also was a precursor of us knowing that he could have such a tight relationship with Peter Parker, which we That's didn't true, know too. was going to be coming. But it was, it was getting us comfortable with the fact that he was this human superhero, right? Because before we just saw oh, he's just this like womanizer, millionaire, you know, super Life like playboy. over smart playboy. And in this movie, <laughs> we, is, see him, we see him get literally knocked through the ground. Yeah. We, we see him having to really have to analyze his life. And I think that happens a lot of, a lot to us during this time of year. Yeah, a sure. lot of people really have like down cycle during the Christmas, the holiday season. Um, and so for me, it just was, it, it hit a whole lot of things that I really um, appreciated um, and so I think if you haven't watched it, and I guess I'm going to say it again, we get the redemption in Shang-Chi with this villain. And we now do. that Shang-Chi is out, I feel like this movie can be a better watch for most people that didn't like it before now that they've tied everything together. Well, and, and, and having that disappointment of this 
idiot named Trevor. Yes. As this character who is playing this villain who I love from the comics. Yes. Right. And being disappointed about that. Now that we do have the real Mandarin. Did I say that right? Mandarin. Mandarin. I, I kept thinking in my head the Mandalorian, and I'm like, that is that's so not right. Wrong. That's a different. That's in a different <laughs> so galaxy, far, far, the far away. Because I had forgotten. Now I go back and watch Ben Kingsley's performance. Yes. Both in Iron Man three and in the short. Yes, uh, the short is so good. All hail the king. All hail the king, and it's one of the funniest performances yeah. in the MCU. Yeah. yeah. I do agree with what Tracy said that it is better than Iron Man two. Okay. All right. I think the I. But I'm not a huge Iron Man fan, and these movies didn't make me more of an Iron Man fan. But I do think it was better than Iron Man 2. And I probably give it more grief than I should, mainly because I know how much you like it. And it, it's just kind of fun <laughs> to needle that the a cool little bit. The thing about me is, is that I'm going to like it. I know. If I'm the only person on earth <laughs> I know, that but it likes becomes, it, and it I'm okay. It becomes kind of that fun, friendly banter <laughs> yes, back and yes. forth about it. But I knew bringing that one to the game, like it would get zero votes tonight um just because i know a lot of people love to hate iron man 3 just like they love to hate avatar that's i agree we just talked about that on yeah. our avatar review yeah not not the last airbender although people do hate that movie as well but they should because it was awful <laughs> it was so bad M. Night fan, so i just avoided that one well it wasn't good for m night fans and it wasn't good for fans of avatar the last airbender it just wasn't good for anybody fans of cinema all right. The next one of mine, I've talked about on the show before. Okay. And I want to bring it up again because I think it's um, a movie that I'm not usually a rom commy kind of movie. And I like Goer and I really love it. And it's called The Holiday. Yes. It's called The Holiday, not because of the Christmas holiday, but because these two people go on a holiday and they switch houses. I, and I has, still wonder every time, like, is that yeah. something that happens that people just like, hey, you want to come stay at my house? I'll go stay at your yeah, house. It and... happens more and more now. They have okay. they have apps for that. But um, Cameron Diaz, Jude Airbnb, Law, right? Kate well, it's Winslet. It's Airbnb, though. Like, Airbnb, <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm paying you to stay at your house. But this was more like, hey, if you want to come stay here, I'll come stay at your yeah. house. And we'll it's just, just we'll swap these. It's Air You and Me. Air You and Me. Air You and Me. <laughs> But I love it because don't Google have, that, kids. We have Jack Black in this movie who gets to show us a different side of yeah, him. Yeah, I really like Jack Black. Hadn't seen at this point, man, yeah. but I also love Eli um, Wallach. Mm -hmm. um, he's the older man in this movie, uh -huh. and his him and Kate Winslet oh. and how they are on screen together just yeah. makes me so happy. Like it is, it's just. Like that meet cute. They explain yeah. it in the movie, that meet cute. But it happens, um, Christmas happens in the movie. New Year's Eve happens in the movie. But yep. it's not an overly Christmas movie. It's a movie about relationships with yourself, relationships with others. Um, and I just, I think it's a fun, cute little movie. We, we did a whole episode on the holiday yep. last year, year mm -hmm. before, a couple years ago. And since then, it has become a regular part of our rotation this time of year Yay! that Erica and I sit down and watch because we really enjoyed it. And it was a lot of fun. It's her favorite Jack Black movie. And I can say that with full confidence because she does not like any of his other movies. <laughs> it's because he does the doodly-doos, huh? Yeah. He does the doodly-doos. So when, when we were dating and we watched a Brian Regan special one time, one of the things she pointed well, out about him is that he goes on and on and on. And that kind of drives her nuts. 
And I think Jack Black kind of does the same thing where he just he latches onto something that's and he just keeps just going. Dog on the bone. Yeah. I think it's hilarious most of the time. But anyway, I do like the holiday. I think that's a what great about, pick. What about his appearance in um, Weird Al? Yeah, she hasn't watched oh, Weird okay. Al yet. All right, because he's he's great, great as the that. Wolfman. <laughs> yeah, he's he's really good in that. Uh, yeah, it's either this or, or not the Libra. I think they're close. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's gonna be a long car ride home. It won't be. She, my wife is wonderful, and she knows she's great. She has a great sense of humor. She married me. She has to. All right, my last movie is one that we talked about in our Avatar um, episode, and that is the Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, That's a great choice. That's a good one. It's a great choice. Yeah, I have one in a row <laughs> out of my three movies. I liked your last one, okay, too. Okay, so the holiday, but you can't vote. It yeah. has to be a vote. I know I have one vote for I do the what holiday. I want. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, the, lion, the, the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Um, for me, when I first saw that movie in theaters, it because it was a book that I think most of us read oh, as yeah. a kid yeah. over and over Love and over, series, and I was yeah. like, what is going to happen in this movie? It needs to be magical, and it was. But it wasn't, like, so overly magical that you didn't still feel, like, the sorrow and the despair of the characters, which you feel so much in the book. Um, but I, I like watching this movie during the holiday season. So so two things that I'm going to say. When you said we talked about it in the last episode, I, I've been spending the last three or four minutes thinking, when did we talk about it? And I'm the one that talked about yeah, it Yeah, you brought it episode. up. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing great. Uh, and the second thing, I love the Chronicles of Narnia. We have a Lucy because of the Chronicles Aww, of Narnia. That yeah. is where her name came from. Um, when she discovered her name was in that book, she thought it was so cool. And Aww. she loves these movies because Lucy, in my opinion, is the Samwise Gamgee of these movies. She yeah. is the hero. Um, and I have Sam and you have a Lucy. So. Yep. Yeah, perfect. Yep. Yeah. There you go. And and I do love this as a Christmas movie. Um, it's not just because it's winter the whole time, but Santa Claus does make an appearance in this movie. And gives them gifts so it totally counts love it awesome all right here's my list now okay. i told you guys that i was doing a theme within a you theme an inception. it's like a russian nesting theme <laughs> what <laughs> it's an enigma wrapped in a theme wrapped in a movie so my first movie my first movie is a stretch and it doesn't actually have christmas in it but it came out on christmas so i'm counting it so this okay. is very loose came out on christmas last year and that's wonder woman 1984 gross that's fine okay. now Let's i didn't say gross when you said Iron Man i'm 3. sorry but that movie is gross this is also i think my weakest contender <laughs> it is it's the weakest contender ever. i don't expect to win with this one but i needed it to complete the theme that I'm doing. So do you really like it or did you put you it know, in there? You know, I think I think it is one that gets a lot of hate and yeah. I think it deserves some of it. <laughs> but I don't think it's as awful as everybody says all the time. Now, the first Wonder Woman is is just miles above this one and way way better. But like on Christmas when I'm sitting there and the kids open especially, the presents and I've got nothing to, it was fine. Especially when COVID is happening and there's like we were starving for I had to yeah. apologize to Dave for making him watch that when I had to watch the screener and we were at his apartment and we like weren't together together yet and I'm like I am so sorry. You're like is this, this relationship this is my my feeling and then we on... turned on some Tiger King and we were fine. <laughs> my, my feeling on Wonder Woman 1984 is it was good. 
but it could be better. You guys need to have seen it, obviously. I, to yeah. get, I try to put it in the black hole of things I don't remember okay, But that's his whole thing, right? That's what Paige does the <laughs> yes, whole time, is yes. it's good, but it could be better. So that's my first one. Jake's like... I don't feel so bad about uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man 3. 3 now. That's... Okay, but my next two, I <laughs> think... <laughs> my He's next two are... That's where I was with that movie. Are, I think, stronger contenders. So my second one is Shazam. Okay. okay. Another I, I DC movie. Okay. Um, it came out in April, but the whole thing takes place at Christmas time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I thought this movie was so well done and so much fun, and I I loved the interaction between the kids. I loved oh. the interaction between Zachary he Levi was, and the kids. I don't know the Shazam character from the comics. I don't very well I either. Knew nothing about it other than he was a kid who is, becomes an adult. I thought Zachary Levi perfectly captured the kid in I the adult too. body. When he's like, dude, look at you lighting out of my fingers, you know, <laughs> just the, the excitement that he brought to it. Yes, and, and his interaction with the, with the other kid is great. Yeah. And right. as, as they're doing that superhero montage that you always get where they're discovering their powers, that's so is much Peter fun. Is Peter Gunn killing Shazam too? Uh, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> they haven't said. Uh, I, Shazam, that's the other one we that I forgot. Shazam 2 is coming. Yeah, it's, it's coming great. out. Okay. Um, I think The I Rock think killed Shazam. Get another Black Adam. And in fact, they asked The Rock if he would do a cameo in Shazam. And he hates the character Shazam and said no. So why do we let him anyway? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I just want to make sure we're getting other. Uh, there's no official Shazam. word on that, but I think that's one that might be safe. But it does happen. The kids are getting older. older and that yeah. makes it harder. That, yeah. Anytime you've got kids as main characters, it makes it harder to do sequels unless you have time Stupid lapses kid. and things my shazam 3 it's a man turning into a man yeah <laughs> it's shazman just shazman. shazman every time we say something like that i think of jojo rabbit i'm just a fat kid in a fat kid's body <laughs> one of the best lines in cinema ever um and this does happen at christmas time they're at the christmas market at the end and um that's where he gets lost and separated from his mom who doesn't want to find him in the movie spoilers yeah. Um, and and the director has something out for Santa Claus in this movie because it like Santa gets beat up multiple times in this movie. So but, I was okay with it. This yeah. is one of my favorite movie going experiences. Yes, memory because we this is one of my favorite stories. Night, um, or no, it was a screening. It was yeah. a screening, a preview screening, but it was one of those where they, it wasn't just press. It was all the people, and I don't even remember what scene it was, but something happened, and I just started laughing. And like this little eight-year-old kid next to me goes, uh, dude, that wasn't funny. And then that just made me laugh even harder. And the kid was like, he got called out. <laughs> like, yeah. So mad that I laughed at what he said. But. I, and and I think sitting next to you is probably the reason why I enjoy this movie so much because it was I have a just entertaining. Just laugh. It's just I love your laugh. I wouldn't call it obnoxious at all. I have a drinking game where I watch the Big Bang Theory and I take a drink every time I hear. Tracy's laugh. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Babe. All the babes. Hello, babe. There, there, there's, there's an episode, yeah, where... Well, thank you. So you have a drinking game. Well, every, time babe. every time he watches the Big Bang Theory, yeah. he can pick out my laugh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which, it's funny you bring up Big Bang Theory. We came home and we watched an episode on HBO Max last night, and they walk in the comic book store, and the first thing they say is, can you believe that they're making four more avatar sequels i'm like this is so weird i came home from watching avatar <laughs> sequel and they're talking about it um so it was it was That's interesting great. 
All right, so that's my second one. Okay. I think it was better received than my first one. Okay. So my third one, to complete the theme, I'm Batman not... Returns. Okay, so it's a superhero so theme. Since, All right. Since since DC Dave, superhero since theme. Dave is standing okay. here, can I tell him? Your first one? No. First well, one, what? Your first time? No, my no. first, my first, no, yeah, we're not there yet in our relationship. But our, the first movie I picked was Wonder Woman 1984. She said that's one of your favorites. Do you not watch movies at all? Or is that your first one? <laughs> okay. There was a you reason. How did you get here? I needed, I needed, you lost babe status. Listen, I needed a DC movie that fit in with the Christmas theme, and it came out on Christmas Day. That's why I picked it. I didn't expect it to win or Jake, get any votes. Jake owned the microphones. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I have the all of this is my equipment. That's why I'm on the show. You're the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's my opinion. Yeah. So Batman. Batman Returns is my favorite Batman movie. It is the most Tim Burton of the Tim Burton Batman movies. Um, I love the origin story that we get for the Penguin in this. Um, I love Catwoman in this, like her origin story. Michelle Pfeiffer does great. And Christopher Walken as the actual real bad guy is fantastic in this. Max von Schreck or something. Yeah, it, yes. Max, yeah. Yes. I think that's what his name was, yeah. Plus, you get Pee Wee Herman, a brief cameo as the yes. Penguin's father. Yes. Oh, that's right. And he's been and, a while since I've seen that. And he's great as the Penguin's father. I like Michael Keaton as Batman. I remember when this movie came out. Do you remember the Batman, the 1989 Batman, was like the Christmas present I wanted the year that it came out on uh-huh. VHS. And when this came out, I mean, I remember McDonald's was doing the plastic cups that you get with the super size meal or whatever and i collected them all and love this movie and it happens at christmas time that's a solid pick so and i, I feel like my better. second two picks redeemed my first one i think we mm. both so far have had like the first pick where people are like eh, and then our second two. Well, picks my first pick strong. made dave angry yours didn't he's not ever gonna get angry about iron man 3 because he wants to love me yeah. and he wants me to be happy <laughs> all right tracy that makes sense all right my first one is not going to get booed my third one probably so you're going opposite of yeah, us yeah, all right see i let um, weak and you're going strong I, Got it. I also did a movie that we have discussed previously on the okay. show it's also a rom-com and when you started to say that i thought we were on the same oh it might here, be one that i almost picked but didn't but i went with while you were sleeping mm. oh great i'm not even gonna get my wife's vote now <laughs> I'm not even going to get her vote. She's not picking Batman Returns over while you were sleeping. This has turned into a disaster for me. Is it going to be The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, though? Yes. Okay. All right. That's, it's one of her favorite Christmas movies. All right. So feel good about this. Yeah. No booze. And I got a, I got a vote, so this is great. Um, no, I won't take a whole lot of time because that's one that we've talked about in depth. But it's just Sandra Bullock is just great she is um and I, I love the fact that it was coming off of speed it was something completely different and i think honestly this is kind of what launched coming her. off speed the movie she wasn't coming <laughs> off speed just that we know of well i'm assuming not it, it wasn't in the press right it was before the internet kids so we don't really know what was going on it was before speed too <laughs> oh my gosh i think at that point they just backed up the brinks truck and she i think i'd actually watch that movie over um just stop. We, we're moved, we've already moved on. We don't have to go back. We are talking about happy things now. So while you were sleeping. While you were sleeping, okay, my second one, Rocky Four. 
Oh man, how did I not? I, almost, I, almost, I almost put. Oh. There are two Rocky movies that happened during Christmas, uh-huh. and I almost picked one of them. <clears throat> so I went Rocky Four. Well, you've got the whole Siberian winter, right? Which is awesome. But then after he beats Cla- um, um, Drago, yeah. yeah, then he calls his son and tells him he needs to go to bed, which is him a Merry Christmas. Yeah, because Santa's going to come. He's got to be in bed. Yeah. yeah. So. Rocky Four is a great movie. That's it, we we need to do a uh, we show on soundtrack on soundtrack. Okay, and that one was one of my favorite soundtracks growing up. Like it, I had it on cassette, and I wore out three copies of that cassette listening to that it. that time frame for soundtrack. We were at Walmart the other day, and they had the record, the vinyl for Top Gun, the original soundtrack, oh, yeah. which is another uh-huh. great soundtrack. It's in that same era. Yeah. Okay, Rocky oh. Four is a good choice. You might have my vote with that one. <laughs> I'm not even voting for myself now. I'm not even voting for myself. (laughs) And so then the third one, this one's a very obscure one. And I don't know if either one of, I know you haven't seen it. Not sure if Val has, Blake might have. This is a dark, black comedy, like pitch, black, dark, the ref with Dennis. Oh, the ref. uh, I forgot about that movie. Kevin Spacey. And there's there's a line. There's so many great lines in this, but this is one of my favorites. And somebody says, um, "Let's see, I just had it." Oh, the boy says, "Santa doesn't drink champagne. Santa only drinks milk." And he says quietly, "Listen, Santa can't drink no more milk. Santa has lactose intolerance, and it gives horrible gas pains. Do you want to see Santa farting down everybody's chimney?" I mean, there's some there's some great lines, and most of them are rated. Yeah. <laughs> That's one where the the whole premise is is that there's like this couple or like this family celebrating Christmas and they get kidnapped and they all have to be together and they start driving the kidnapper nuts because the family just argues and bickers. And the other one that's really great is Kevin Spacey gives a great version of this line. He says, you know what I'm going to get you for Christmas? A nice big wooden cross. So anytime you feel like you're not appreciated, you can just climb up there and nail yourself to it. And it's just the way he says it is just great. But pitch black... Very dark comedy, but yeah, that'll make the season very bright. <laughs> sounds sounds wonderful. It's like Violent Night. Sometimes you need that extreme opposite, you know. Like Sometimes every time. I Avatar needed more loose limbs flying. <laughs> we we have. Well, can we get into spoilers now? Well, I mean, I don't, this is coming out on Monday. Yeah. And people, uh, I just said catch loose limbs. Off I didn't. I didn't like yeah. well, say how or what or when. Yeah. Loose limbs. Yeah. We, we loose limbs sink ships. No, that's loose lips. <laughs> it's different. Two, okay. different Two billion dollars worth of loose limbs. Yeah. All right, Blake. Do you All right. Have your go. movies. So I really didn't look for a theme, but I came up with a theme. Okay. Those are. All my movies come from the '90s. Nice. Okay. That's. I like that theme. And I realized that if I were to make a top ten. Of my favorite films of the 90s, these three films would be in the top 10. Wow. wow. Okay. All right. So none of them really are like taking place at Christmas as far as the movie as a whole, but there are Christmas scenes in each movie. Okay. Okay. So I felt like that that yeah, qualified. Absolutely. Well, yeah. if I'm going to qualify my first pick that we're not going to mention because we don't want to make Val agree again. <laughs> That qualifies absolutely. Are you talking about Wonder Woman 84? <laughs> Thanks, Blake. Thanks. She's eating. <laughs> All right. My first pick is Babe. 
Oh, because there is that. Babe, there's two scenes that stand out. Ferdinand the Duck. Yes. When he learns of what Christmas dinner is all about. Yeah. yeah. So we get the classic line: "Christmas is carnage." <laughs> Just so true. Such if you have scene. kids, you know it's true. And then, Babe, not really getting the source of Ferdinand's anxiety starts singing jingle bells to himself. <laughs> As the movie progresses, Farmer Hoggett, played by the great James Cromwell, yes, is meticulously building this very cool dollhouse. And it turns out that he's building this dollhouse for one of his granddaughters. Well, later on in the movie, it's Christmas morning. The family's over at the Hoggett house. The little girl opens up her present, which is the dollhouse that grandpa has spent so long and so much time Mm -hmm. creating out of his love for his granddaughter. She shrieks. The mother says, what's wrong? And she says, it's the wrong one. I wanted the one on the television. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. I love that scene. That is... Again, Christmas is carnage, and that scene, if you have children, you understand that is how it goes Christmas morning. It's the wrong one. <sighs> Love you, too. Merry Christmas. The look on Farmer Hoggett's face <laughs> when the granddaughter says she wanted the one on the television. It's just this look of, I give up. I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to burn this house down. With everyone in it. I mean, it's a dollhouse, so. Take it out. I was sitting spurring the whole house down. This whole farm gone. Can't deal with these people anymore. RMU. <laughs> All right. Second one goes a little bit darker direction than Babe. Okay. Well, it's it's hard to go lighter than Babe. Yeah. But the first act. LA Confidential. Oh, yes. Takes place at Christmas time. Yes. And in fact, the inciting incident that takes us from act one to act two is something that, in the context of the, of the story of the film, the press calls Bloody Christmas. And what happens is a bunch of uh, Latin X men are. Not X Men, but just. They are brought in Christmas Eve. I don't want people to think it's the wrong movie. They are brought Thanks, yes. pal. <laughs> I was worried that X-Men were in LA Confidential. It would have been a better movie. I didn't really care about that. I liked LA Confidential. It would have been a better movie. I, I'm with Blake on this one. Especially the fact it takes place in the 1950s and there's been some time travel right? and some really nice convoluted right? X-Men storytelling. Make that movie happen, Blake. Make that movie happen. X-Men work when it's more and more convoluted. But anyway, there's these there's these prisoners of color that are brought in, and of course everyone but uh, but the uh, who, who's uh, who's the Australian actor, uh, young guy, no, uh, uh, oh the other Australian actor, uh, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. This seems before his time. Keep no, in fact, he was he was Iron Man three. Oh, um, oh yeah, I can't think of his name now. Okay. Anyway, everyone at the police station has been drinking except for him because he's right. the he's the sergeant on duty. And anyway, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Thank you. 
Um, and another Kevin Spacey movie. Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yeah. Kevin Spacey, before he shows up at the precinct and the brawl happens, uh, he arrests uh, some uh, some actors, some young actors who have been uh, toting the marijuana, the, mm-hmm. the, the Mary Jane, the weed. <laughs> All the and, names. And Danny DeVito's, Danny DeVito's tabloid reporter That's is right. there. Waiting outside when they're taken out mm-hmm. for the exclusive pictures. So anyway, my third movie um, goes in a very different direction than L.A. Confidential. Okay, and this movie again is not about Christmas, but there's some very important parts of the movie that take place at Christmas time, and this is Little Women. Oh, that's a good one. You guys I, all pick that movies that my like, wife would love. I was more like than going I did. back and forth because I love, I can little watch women. Little Women all the time. But yeah, it's like has such a great Christmas. And I've watched all the Little Women adaptations and I like them all. Uh-huh. I'm glad but you my mentioned favorite adaptations. One, it would have sounded weird if you just watched all Little Women. I, like all the women. I watch all the Little Women all the wow. time. <laughs> yes, I'm not going to wow. say that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Like, like moving on, moving on. Moving right? on. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I love it when but you have props. My favorite of the adaptations is the 1994 one with uh, Susan Sarandon and yeah. Ryder, and Christian Bell. And the movie opens at Christmas time, and there's very important uh, moment for the girls in the movie where they're convinced by their mother. To give up their Christmas meal to take it to an immigrant family who has lots of kids and very little food. Um, and I, I love the contrast of the girls when they first are asked to do it. They don't want to do it like any teenage girl. Right. right. I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up my Christmas breakfast. Right. Because this is a family that has also had to sacrifice because their father is taking place during the Civil War. Their father is off at war. And they don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, the, the rich neighbor across the street uh, tells Laurie, the Christian Bell's character, they were once one of our finest families. The family's fallen on hard times. But once the girls get out and they're walking to the place where they're going to deliver the food, it changes and they start singing, here we come a wassailing. And then it becomes fun for them. Mm-hmm. Right. And they get into the spirit of what they're doing. Um, some other Christmas-related stuff that happened later in the movie. Father comes home from war at Christmas time. I feel like there's multiple Christmas times. Yeah. He's injured. Yeah. He's injured. Yeah. yeah, there's a few. That's right. He's yeah. injured, and then there's this whole thing of whether or not he's going to live, and then he comes home at Christmas time. Right. Uh, the girl who gets sick from scarlet fever and piano. eventually dies... She gets the piano from the neighbor across the street who goes through his own story arc. And uh, and then uh, the oldest daughter, Meg, she gets engaged at Christmas time, too. So it's like it's like Christmas represents some of the best of times. For yep. this yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a great choice. All right. All right. Now we, okay, need- we need audience participation. <clears throat> so I think what we need to do is you need to narrow down your favorite from each 
and then we'll vote on that. So should we do secret ballots so they're not afraid to vote for Wonder Woman? They're 84? not afraid. I know these people. They're not afraid. All right. Good. So, so you're on board with it then. We're okay. So out of the Woman three, 84. Iron Man three, The Holiday, and Chronicles of Narnia, which one? Narnia. Chronicles of Narnia. Narnia. The Holiday. It's three. It's two to one. What? Oh yes. Two one one. Iron Man 3? 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Okay, we need a tiebreaker. That's not That's on the not table, on babe. The Iron Man 2. <laughs> All right, it either has to be Narnia or Iron Man 3. Okay, well, out of these, we have to pick one. This is this is like a real election. You've got to pick one of the bad choices. That's all we have. There's no good choice. What is the lesser of two evils? Narnia or Iron Man three? Narnia, Narnia, Narnia. Okay. All right, Narnia, and then year three. Wonder Woman eighty four. Boo! You don't have a vote. I can still boo you. Batman Returns or Shazam? Shazam. Okay, we're going to go with Shazam. 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 As Gomer Pyle would say. All right, while you were sleeping. Yes. Rocky IV. Yes. And The Ref. While you were sleeping. I think while you were sleeping. I appreciate the Rocky IV vote, though. Thank you. Babe. Hey. Hey, babe. LA hey, know the movie this time. It's the pig, not you. LA Confidential. And Little Women. The 1994 Little Women. <laughs> oh, we got a tie. Babe. babe. <laughs> All right. All right. So, babe. While you're sleeping. Shazam. And um, Narnia. Yeah. So which? All right. So out of those four, we have to pick the ultimate non-Christmas Christmas movie. For you. All right. So, okay. Who? And you can only vote for one. So we're gonna go through. Is who is voting for Narnia? We got one vote for Narnia. Okay. Who is voting for? Okay. So you got two for Narnia. Two for Narnia. Shazam. Who's voting for? 17. Wow, no, three. <laughs> three. three. That's three, still a good four, number. Three. Shazam. That is good. Oh, while you were sleeping. Right here. Two. I would I'd like to point out my wife did vote for Tracy's. <laughs> Babe. Babe, anybody? Babe, Babe the gallant pig. <laughs> Babe. All right, our winner. Surprisingly. Don't say it like that. <laughs> Shazam. Shazam wins. Is the favorite non-Christmas Christmas movie? Right. You get a night out with your wife. I, we're not paying for uh, the babysitter. You get to go someplace and watch Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not allowed to watch that movie. Hand him a black envelope from the Megaplex. Black envelope. You've got... This is good for uh, award season. You know, award season coming. Do, black yeah. envelope. Do, do, I, do I read yeah, it now? You, can open it if you, know, like. you do a Johnny Carson. Uh, I see. Yeah. Who's Johnny Carson? <laughs> 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 yeah, I remember my grandparents talking about him. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, Marvel and DC getting a fight over a superhero name. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Captain Marvel? This is why you're the screenwriter of the group. Yes. Well, this okay. is exciting. So you, you have what two you tickets to a movie? Two tickets to Paradise. I mean, a movie. And then a large popcorn. It's awful. Um, it is awful. All right. Now you have the hard, you are the, you have the hard job tonight. You get to look out into the audience of sweaters and you get to give um, this prize out to the also best ugly the Christmas sweater. Oh, the llama. <laughs> all right, llama. Yeah, that, Hold on. Oh, oh my goodness. I just want to recognize this. Is this a Last Jedi shirt that you're wearing? We need to get this yeah. on. I am so happy about this because it's like today or that it came out, right? Five years ago. All right. So you get the Megaplex bucket. You get to refill the bucket. You get two of the refillable mugs. You get two popcorns, two movie passes. Don't trip over that. Thank you, Megaplex. Yay! Mega prize. Okay. And now I want to kind of explain this. All right. Because this is an awesome prize. This is an awesome prize and a really fun game. Um, and we will be giving this away on our um, Facebook and Instagram. Yep. Yes. When this episode comes out, we're going to ask a question about the episode. You have to go on and answer it on our social media. Then a random winner will be chosen. And then you come here to Galaxy of Games and you pick it up. Yep. Marvel's Crisis Protocol. And while you're here at Galaxy of Games, you can finish your Christmas shopping because there's just a ton of stuff here that is perfect for someone or everyone on your list. Absolutely. So awesome. All right. Well, we did it. Merry Christmas, folks. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Every Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, you old building alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old that- reference. <laughs> Yeah, but people watch It's a Wonderful Life. I don't know a lot of people that are still watching Carson. I'd rather watch Carson over It's a Wonderful Life. I bet more people people are watching It's a Wonderful Life than Wonder Woman 84. That's that's probably true. That's probably true. I should have picked It's a Wonderful Life because that's another one that even though it happens at Christmas, it's not a Christmas movie. Can I clean somebody's bathroom instead of watching either of those movies? Sure, we've got two bathrooms. So you can play one instead of watching one. And Speaking of It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Sometime around Christmas, do yourself a favor and Google the lost ending of It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. It's a Saturday Night Live skit. I think I've seen this from yes. the 80s. It is I kind awesome. of remember, but it's been a while. This yes. is what I would, I would watch that. Okay. I'm a I'm a Scrooge about it's a wonderful life. I think you it's are. depressing and I don't want to it's watch not it. Depressing. I'm okay if other people want to watch it. It's, it's from the it. late 80s. It's Dana Carvey playing the George Bailey character. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, that's, that's right. awesome. Yes. And uh, uh, Phil Hartman's Uncle Billy. Oh, Phil Hartman. Phil. I could have done a whole. And John Lovitz is Mr. Potter. And it is it is life shot was a great. It's one of my all-time Those favorite skits. That was such a good. It's a wonderful life. I would argue is it fits in the category of what we did tonight. I considered it. Yeah. For my list. Yeah. I almost did. You've got mail. That was. Yeah. You know? yeah. Which is yeah. 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 All um, right. Thank you, Galaxy of Games again. Eighteen seventeen West, nine thousand South. Yep. They're open. Um, I think they're closed right now, but we're still here. <laughs> You're open every day of the week or m- every day but Sunday. You can come and play games. You can buy games. 
Um, Every kind of game you can think of. Yes. And we're actually going to do another episode here sometime in 2023. And uh, we're going to have them on the episode. So the owners. So absolutely. And special thanks to guest Blake Castleman. And again, the name of your movie and when it's coming out. It's called Limbo, January 23rd. And thank you, Megaplex Theaters. Yep. And thank you guys. Bless us, everyone. All right. Whatever you do, do not watch Wonder Woman 19. All right. (laughs) This has been an Age of Geek media production. 